Welcome to season two of the Awesome Women podcast. In season one, we took a wide focus on women in all areas of the community, construction, automotive, mining, healthcare, farming, hospitality, and many more. Season two will be no different. In fact, we have a fabulous lineup of women, all with amazing stories to share with you. Season two, however, has a small difference as we will also be speaking to awesome men. For many of us, we have had male mentors who have provided a guiding hand throughout our careers. They too have inspiring stories and we will be sharing them with you. I, Amanda Bulo, Awesome Women in Construction founder, have enjoyed recording these podcasts. It's now over to you to enjoy these at a time that suits you. Thank you for listening to the Awesome Women podcast series. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, whenever you're listening to our podcast. Today, we have the lovely Jo Stevens joining us for our second season. Hi, Jo. Hi. Hi, everybody. Now, I've just got a little bit of a bio here, Jo, that you sent me through. I'm just going to read for everybody um, listening to us today. So Jo is the founder of The Zen Zone, is a mother of two adult children, and has been married for 25 years. Now, you've just celebrated that anniversary, so congratulations. Thank you. In 2014, Joe's husband was diagnosed with PTSD. It was an extremely difficult time for Joe and her family and for your own men- and your own mental health was impacted. Yet it's through her family's mental health journey that Joe learned the importance of taking back control. And here we are at the Zen Zone. Absolutely. It's been quite a journey, but um, yeah, it's been a, a fun one. Um, I can't, well, it hasn't been fun, but... I think it kind of led me to what I needed to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, we have to, whether it's hitting that rock bottom or having a family member pass or having some major event for us to have a bit of a wake-up call. Absolutely. And I think that's what it was for our family. I, you know, I thought that we were all fine. We were, you know, traveling down the right roads and everything like that. And then, you know, this just like was like hitting a brick wall and just totally unexpected. And um, yeah, it was a massive big curveball, but it did lead me down a new path and one that I think is better for all of us. Yeah, awesome. So give us a bit of an insight into the Zen zone. You know, what are we, you know, are we singing Kumbaya in a group of people? Are we just learning to manage our day so that we don't have that level of anxiety and stress that, I don't know, I think we've all just become accustomed to, Joe. Um, I think so. And I think that's the sad part about it. We kind of think that stress is part of our everyday life, you know, and we don't really think about it anymore. But um, yes, definitely. Um, I'm probably one of the le- most less Zen people you could e- ever meet. Um, I don't really, um, I didn't really meditate at all when I beforehand, I, you know, all kind of thought all that spiritual stuff was like completely crazy. Um, so for me, creating the Zen zone was actually all about Um, having people like me understand that it's not about that. It's not about sitting on top of that mountain, meditating for hours or singing Kumbaya. It's actually about taking care of your mental well-being and finding a right mindfulness tool that you can use to support yourself. Because I think that's so important because we do have those days when things just go to crap and you just, nothing is working. And if you can't you know, find something to help you reset yourself, then you're just going to keep going down that pathway. And none of us want to do that. So that's for me why I created the Zen Zone and that I want to help people to find their own Zen Zone. Yeah, because not every day is unicorns and roses, right? 
<laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure there's too many of those anyway, but it's great to have those tools to be able to shake off that first phone call, you know, at, at seven o'clock or nine o'clock in the day that could potentially, you know, send you spiraling out of control or just, you know, it can, can it's a bit like a tumbleweed going down the road, you know, it just keeps building and building and building. And to learn those skills to be able to shake it off and still have a great rest of the day that's awesome absolutely and just then when you said shake it off that's actually one of my um tools that i use it's called um shaking yoga it's actually about just shaking it all off and just letting it go and releasing the tension that we hold in our body um because that's the problem you know one thing can just completely set us off and then the whole day can just go to crap and nothing works we can't get back we can't concentrate so it's just so important just to find what works for you so that way you can reset yourself and go okay that was a learning experience that happened now let's just move on and is that something joe you can help us all with for those listening you know what are some of the ways we can find out what works best for us or can you help us with that um, yes, yeah, so I have, a, um, there's three programs that I have in within the Zen zone. Um, the first one is the Red Zen program, which is actually more um, targeted to women with burnout. Um, that's like a workshop that we have and we go through what mindfulness is, understanding all of that, understanding our roles and our behaviours as well, that they play a massive effect um, on our everyday life. And once you actually can recognise those behaviours that we have, it can really then help you to go yeah actually I'm going down that wrong path here let me just go back again um, so that's one of my programs that I have and then the other one is the Zen movement program which is actually teaching you um, five mindfulness movements that you can use to, to support yourself those around you um, it's targeted towards um, mental health first aid officers um, your HR officers as well or even somebody who's caring for somebody who is um, either with um, mental health issues or just you know caring for someone at home like a child with a disability it can really help them as well and then the last program is um is actually the zen membership which is uh actually has some videos on there some mindfulness programs that anyone can join and pop on there to join that zen membership and find their right mindfulness tool for them fantastic and they can do that via your website yep that's all through my website you can find um those programs on there fantastic what's your website there joe uh, the zenzone.com.au fantastic and anyone who's driving or might be jogging or doing all those really good things for your mental health we'll share all of that at the end of the podcast as well so now joe i'm gonna put it out there i'm someone who can get up early you know go to work for that first up office meeting but when it comes to looking after myself whether it's going for a walk or going to the gym it's just i don't make time for it it's very simple so meditation, you talk about meditation. This is one of those things that I've always wanted to do but never quite got there. So how can I, what's the best way for me to look into it and get in, you know, get involved? I think um, the one thing with meditation is that people do see it or think of it as a program that is um, really focusing in like sitting there for hours on end. Yeah. But if you actually just start from the beginning and just do it as like um, like five minutes. And as you said, like, you know, like you're walking, even like walking to um, a meeting, actually be focused on what's around you. 
you know, just be mindful of your surrounding, notice the birds, notice the noises that's happening, you know, and instead of like focusing so much on that meeting or what's going to be happening next, just take a breath, focus what's around you. And that's actually the beginning of a, a nice mindfulness meditation. So you can do walking as a, a mindfulness technique. You could even bird watch. Um, there's so many different things that you can do. Coloring in. Do you realize that coloring in actually is a mindfulness? It's like mindfulness meditation that you can do. Just it's that coloring in without even like letting all your thoughts go and just focusing on what you're doing yeah. is a great way to help you to just turn off. So you don't like sometimes think about it as meditation as such. Just think of it as a nice mindfulness activity that you can do where you can turn off the mind, turn off your thoughts. So it's even could be something as simple as getting out of the office and just going for a walk around the car park, just to have that disconnect. Yes, absolutely. And, and go and ground yourself, be in nature um, and just help you to refocus, feel the breeze on your face, the sun on your face, you know, and just try and um, find the joy. That's the other thing is find the joy and the gratitude in just the smallest of things. Like even if you're holding a cup of coffee and just going, oh, I'm so grateful for this coffee. I really need this coffee right now, you know, and just, yeah, gratitude for me is another major one that I use in my, in my everyday life is yeah. finding that gratitude of just the smallest of things. So on the gratitude, we hear of people having gratitude journals or having a, you know, a big old coffee jar that we do love. It is a food group, you know, and we get up and at the end of the day, we write three things we're grateful for and then we might read it back in three months or 12 months time. Is that something that we can be all doing and, and not just for ourselves, but for our family? Yes, I um, actually, that's so true. Um, my own daughter actually was... Um, um have, she's moved to Melbourne she moved just before the you know all the lockdowns everything had happened and she was struggling a little bit because of being like well, we live in a very nice area of Brisbane so we have you know we can get out into you know into the into the outdoors anytime we want but she was in a concrete jungle locked inside 24 7 and was really struggling and so I got her to start her um, a little gratitude journey every day just to to find, like, to think of them, the best thing was like the, and the smallest thing to be grateful for. And it just really, and she said it really helped her with her mental health. And I've had that from many of my clients to say, just finding those smallest things to be grateful for, even like in the middle of a pandemic or a really terrible situation that you might be going through, it can just really alter that thought pattern and make you go, actually, life is not too bad. Yeah, that's right. And particularly at the moment, you know, when we, you know, we are still in the pandemic, you know, Australia is a very fortunate place. Sometimes it's nice to be an island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when we look at the rest of the world and how they're still, a lot of places are still in lockdown, you know, you can't just go out the front door and go for a walk, you know, so it's all those things that we, you know, we should be grateful for. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the definitely a thing that we should try and just find the most smallest thing and just realize how lucky we are, especially living here in Australia. We are so lucky. Yeah, absolutely. So with, you know, we are all so busy and that includes, you know, our, well, my, my nieces or our kids, you know, they have school, they have sport, they have, I don't know, band practice, they have all these sorts of things. Is this something that we should be teaching our, and I'll say our next generation, sooner rather than later i actually do totally agree there i think it's something that we probably need to put into the school system because 
just get kids to um you know, there's so much overwhelm like I talk I've got lots of friends who are teachers and they tell me about like the things that some of their students are going through and um you know it's just I think that the world is just at such a fast pace now and there's so much like computers and the internet and everything like that um, you know, we didn't have that. We were able to just go out and play and a lot of them are not. They're just playing and then their play is the computer. Yeah. And I think we need to like have it, you know, teach it to the kids to find out about, know, like find these mindfulness tools that they can have to actually go out and enjoy the nature that the, the benefits of that, bringing the science back into it because there is some really great science behind uh, mindfulness and how it can actually alter your, your thought patterns. And I think that we really need to bring that into the schools and getting kids to start a gratitude, you know, process. I know some um, of my friends who are teachers and they do, they try and get their kids every day to find something to be grateful for. for. And I think that we need to have more of that in the, you know, the te for teachers to do. And it's something we can even bring to the dinner table. Mm -hmm. 100%. You know, just, and sometimes as an adult, you know, you do get caught up in that hustle and bustle and, you know, you do have those days that have hit the fan and it's not particularly <laughs> unicorns and rainbows. Um, yeah, sometimes, you know, just to hear that, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It can be that simplest of joy and gratitude that you talked about before that can snap us out of it and bring us back to reality, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it is because you can be caught up in that just moment. And then if you start thinking about, oh no, that's actually happened. And even like looking back, like even if you're like a small business and you can sometimes think I'm actually going nowhere. But if you write down some of the things that you've done and you go, actually, I'm doing okay. Like I'm doing really well. And just that little reminders. I think that we all need that. And I think, you know, we touched on, you know, you've touched on the small business and any business, micro, small, in between, wherever you fit. You know, I do agree that we sometimes get caught up and myself included on the bigger picture. Yeah. And yet we forget about the little wins that are along the way, you know, and I'm not saying you need to pop a bottle of champagne for every single small win. Um, if you want to, that's fine, but I'm not saying you need to. But, you know, it's just recognising where you've come from and that, you know, it has its challenges. It's not for everybody but you know it's that acceptance and it's that you know I guess we come back to that word gratitude as well absolutely and I think that's um like talking about that like women I think that needs to be a mind shift like you know in the workplace environment with um you know the leadership roles they need to uh, understand like you're trying to make money and all of that but then like just like bringing out the gratitude for the small things that people do and just like going and hey Sally, I'm so happy with what you've done that last week. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for that. And then he said, like, if she done, has done something wrong, just change it to, but how about, like, you know, I was thinking that maybe we could bring this into it and change this up. Just the way we talk to each other, the way we express ourselves is so much and just bringing that slight little, like, thank you for what you do. Thank you for, for what you've done. And uh, can really lift somebody instead of, like, being attacking and going with the negative all the time. Yeah. And it's amazing what a simple thank you can do. You know, don't get me wrong, we all need money to pay our bills and we all like the, you know, holidays and things like that. But sometimes that simple thank you and a, and a genuine thank you yeah. can mean so much as well, because none of us know what is happening behind the scenes of our colleagues, of our family members, of anybody. We don't, we don't know that. No, absolutely right. And it's even like, you know, um, there's a, a um, quote that I had. It's like, you know, 
make, you know, when you smile at somebody, you could change their whole day because you don't know what they're going through. And it's the same like in your workplace, you know, just an, a, a genuine smile, a genuine good morning can really, you know, help to change the whole setting. You know, I know um, there was this friend of mine, she was telling me about there where she used to work. There was this lady that would turn up every day, obviously having some troubles at home. She would come home and come in and slam her handbag down. And then everybody would be like, okay, we just have to avoid her for, you know, for the day. Um, and it just created that, you know, a not, a not a nice environment. So, you know, one thing like as well, like if um, she probably didn't realise what she was doing, so if she could, you know, understand like, her like on her understand her thought process as well maybe that might help but even someone coming up and just going hey are you okay like you know or just like good morning how are you she could probably switch out of where she is and then like be oh okay oh yes good morning great to see you um instead of like being in her own thoughts and what she what's happening yeah, take her for a coffee. Get her out of that. Like we talked about just before, get her out of that environment that's that is causing that tension. Because, like you said, she's she's come in and it's a ripple effect. Then it goes yeah. through the office and it sets the tone at eight o'clock or earlier for the whole day. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's the major thing. Like I think that I want to try and get for people to understand is that your mental well-being is just as important as your phys physical well-being. And so that's why we need to, like, you know, take care of each other and take care of ourselves and be mindful of our thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, but, but putting that hand out and going, what can I do to help? It changes so much. It really does. And it's just a simple text message or a check-in on a friend that, you know, we've all got those friends that we don't catch up with every day or every month, but just a simple text to go, hey, I'm thinking of you, hope you're having a great day, or send a, a you know, a funny little gift or something like that, that they can just look at. And, you know, I know when my friends send me that, it's great. It's, it is a circuit breaker and it just lets you know that somebody is thinking about you. Oh, 100%. I think that's, you know, connecting and making those connections with people. And, um, you know, I mean, I know that sometimes we like, you know, especially if you're in your small business, going on Facebook, you can get kind of carried away sometimes. But it's nice, actually, sometimes when you go on there and you see someone do a funny post, you can't help but laugh. Yeah. And that's what we need a little bit more of is laughter in the, you know, in the workplace at home and everywhere. So it can change, that changes everything, really. Yeah, it sure does. Now, we've talked about um, your website and the programs and people can go on and have a look at that. What would, um, as we wrap up the podcast, what would be your three tips to those that are listening about trying to, you know, create that Zen zone in our lives? Um, number one would definitely be gratitude. You know, um, start, um, if you, you know, I always say start with three things in the morning that you're grateful for at the end of the day, you know, look back over that and just think about how you felt for the day. That can really just like go, well, today's been a great day. This happens, just remind yourself and that way you can look back over it for later. Um, the other one is tip two is to always breathe. <laughs> breathe, stop and breathe. We definitely need to do that more. Um, just, you know, slow your breath down, especially, um, you know, if you're feeling a little bit stressed, you know, breathing is so important. And number three, I think, is ground yourself. Get out there in nature. You know, just take yourself away from the environment that you might be in that's causing you to feel out of sorts and just be out there, let the sun on your face, even if it's raining, like, you know, let the rain come down and just, like, be grateful for, like, wow, here I am able, I'm outside, take some deep breaths in, just take that moment, 
that's all three there gratitude breathing grounding yourself all of those together just go out there at least once a day try and do that for yourself because i think that is so important fantastic well thank you very much for your time joe i know i've enjoyed having a chat to you and i'm sure everybody listening has had the same so we will wish everybody a fabulous day and we will talk to you all soon thank you Thanks, so joe. much bye everybody